Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Failing to stop drinking alcohol is one of the most painful things that a drinker can experience. Going a prolonged period of time without it and then going back on your word hurts. It hurts our self-esteem, it hurts our confidence, it hurts our family, and it's a very sad time. So I've not drank for four years after 10 years of trial and error. And most importantly, I don't feel like I've actually given anything up. I feel totally, totally free. I feel free from alcohol. I have no desire to drink whatsoever, but it didn't used to be like that. So today I'm gonna break down the four reasons why I used to struggle to stop drinking. I have stopped and started 100 plus times. So let's get into it. Now, number one, the most important thing was my level of commitment. See, most of the time when I tried to stop drinking alcohol, I was trying to stop drinking alcohol. And what I mean by this is that I wasn't necessarily committed to being a non-drinker. I was always having an attempt to stop drinking. So I might say to myself, right, I'm gonna go 30 days, I'm gonna try my hardest to not drink alcohol for 30 days. It was like this this sheer willpower because you know, in life, I know that I've got a lot of willpower. I can do things that require tremendous amounts of willpower, like building this channel, making these videos, building SoberClear, helping people stop drinking themselves. These are things that took a lot of willpower. So I always thought that, well, I could use this willpower to not drink alcohol. But what happened is because I saw alcohol as a good thing, that I was resisting, the longer that I went without drinking, the higher that I put it as a pedestal in my mind. So basically, if I was on day seven, alcohol was looking more attractive. Day 14, it was even more attractive. By day 21, I'm thinking, I've been three weeks, just one more week to go. And most of the time, I wouldn't even last the 30 days because in my head, I'd built up alcohol and, and this idea of having this big release after 30 days to be this amazing event that I just couldn't wait to do. So what do you think happened? Well, obviously, every single time that I tried to stop drinking alcohol, I was using will power. And the longer that I went without alcohol, the more that I wanted to drink it. So of course, every single time that I tried to stop drinking, I failed. And when we're trying to stop drinking and we've not changed our identity and not changed the language that we use to speak to ourselves, it can be, it ends in disaster. Well, at least it did for me. And I know for most of the people that I work with in the Sober Clear coaching program, they say the exact same thing. You know, it's not like they were lacking motivation. It's not like they were lacking willpower in other areas, but because we see alcohol this way, and because we never fully commit to this idea of becoming a non-drinker, it ends in failure. Now, am I saying that every single person on the planet needs to do it this way? No, of course I'm not. But I knew that every single time I tried to stop drinking, it, it ended up in failure. So I had to find a different way. I couldn't keep doing it this way. Even when I went to AA meetings, right? It was still trying to not drink. Now, these days, I don't even try. It's just who I am. I identify myself as somebody that doesn't drink alcohol. Now, there are layers to this identity stuff that we don't really have time to cover in this video. But once you've made that mental shift and you go all in to your decision to be a non-drinker, it's so simple, it's so easy to not drink because that's just who you are. Think of it like this. Somebody that has a child doesn't struggle to be a father or a mother. That's just who they are, right? For them to turn around and say, I'm not a father or a mother anymore would be ludicrous because their identity is so strong in that. So why can't we do that with alcohol? Why can't we make our identity so strong that committing to be a non-drinker is the easiest thing ever? Because it is, and it can be for you as well. That, I promise you, it can be a simple and enjoyable process and a path that you can walk for the rest of your life. And I'll unpack that more in the next three points because I want to get, get deeper for you. I want 
you to get to this place where I'm at right now. I want you to get to the place where my clients get to in the Sober Clear program, where they feel the same way. And I know that for thousands of you that watch this channel, you're there. I know not everybody's there right now, right? Some of you are gonna watch the videos and it's gonna click. You're just gonna be like, right, I'm fully ready to commit. I know that's it. For others of you that watch this video, you might end up joining my program, working with me directly in the coaching program. You know, I typically work with business owners and professionals and help them go through a reframing process, make the commitment, commit to a better future and all of that stuff. If you want more details on that, head over to soberclear.com or click the link in the description and you can actually book a call with me and we can see if working together could be a good match. But let's go to the next point. Now, the second point is perception, right? My perception of alcohol was always wrong during every single attempt to not drink. Like I was saying before, when I went 30 days without alcohol, whatever, and I was doing one of these challenges or trying to stop for a prolonged period of time, I saw alcohol as a good thing. So I would build it up in my mind until it was just this crazy release of like, oh yes, I can finally drink now. And this was all because of the way that I viewed alcohol. I always saw alcohol as something that was going to add value into my life. It was going to bring tremendous amounts of joy, happiness, good times, and fun. I didn't see alcohol as a dangerous drug that was destroying my liver and my brain and my health. Although in ways I did, right? In the back of my mind, I knew that, but it was drowned out by this idea of alcohol adding value into my life. How can anybody stop drinking and enjoy their life with that as a perception of alcohol. It's impossible, right? Well, it's not impossible. I'm sure that there are people out there that do it. In fact, there are people out there that just grit through it and they never change their perception and they're fine and they don't drink. But there was not a chance in hell that I could ever do that. No way. I had to get to the root cause of the problem which was seeing alcohol as a good thing. You know, I'm not gonna lie, in the past, I thought that maybe I was the problem. I thought that maybe I had some genetic problem or I had a disease or I was an alcoholic. I used to think that. But then I realized that, wait a minute, I perceive alcohol as a good thing. Why is that? Well, we've been conditioned and I don't have time to get into the conditioning in this video. I've done videos on this many times in the past, but, but the idea with the conditioning is that we have been conditioned through media, through celebrities, through marketing, to see alcohol as a good thing. We don't get that with other drugs, right? We don't get that with crack cocaine. We don't get that with cigarettes anymore, but we do still get it with alcohol. But once I woke up to the truth, once I saw alcohol as a poison, as something that is doing nothing for me whatsoever, it was like a breath of fresh air. It was like this new perspective on life and alcohol. And that was liberating. Which leads me to the third thing that made me fail in the past. And it was looking at a normal drinker and wanting to be like them. How many times have you done that? How many times have you had a, a nice, you know, a charismatic friend that drinks alcohol and they've got their life together and you've looked at them and thought, damn, I wish I could be like them. Because I have done that before and that has caused me to relapse numerous times. You know, that, that 10 years of trial and error when I was trying to stop drinking, you know, I think it was a couple of points in my life where that was what happened. I was with somebody that I admired, that I liked, that, you know, I was really good friends with and they drank and I was thinking, ah, oh, maybe I should drink as well. And here's the thing, right? Here's where it gets a bit sinister. Think of the millions of people that look up to celebrities, you know, people like The Rock, Conor McGregor. I'm not sure about other people, right? But the celebrities that people look up to and hundreds of celebrities have their own alcohol brands or they promote alcohol in some way. You know, I even think 50 Cent promotes some vodka. I don't know. I don't follow celebrities. I don't really understand what's going on in celebrities' life. But I do know that 50 Cent is somebody that drinks zero alcohol, but he's also promoting an alcohol brand. So, you know, people that look up to these celebrities and then they're promoting these products, they think that if I can drink this product, I can associate with this brand, with this person. And I'm sorry, but that is just madness. That is just total madness. I was watching a documentary the other day about some Naples mafia, and it was talking about how they recruit these 
young impressionable men. And actually, the uh, heads of the, the mafia, they were actually promoting this lifestyle of you know luxury and glamour and success and connections. And the young people would look up to that and think, oh, you know, that's what I want. And then they would do unquestionable things to become part of this, this gang, right? This, this mafia, whatever it was. And I thought about it for a minute and I'm like, well, what difference is there between a celebrity that is promoting a great lifestyle of success and then selling a drug on the back of it? They're selling alcohol. To me, it's, it's, it's pretty dark. But anyway, these days, I don't want to be a normal drinker. I don't want to be somebody that has just one or two because... There's no such thing as one or two, right? But this idea of wanting to be a normal drinker crushed me so many times. But these days I have zero desire to become a normal drinker because there's nothing normal about consuming a drug just to have a good time, just to let your hair down. That ain't normal behavior. Which leads me to the fourth thing. And the fourth reason why I failed to stop drinking alcohol is because every single time that I stopped drinking, I was never excited for what came next. I was always dreading life as a non-drinker. I was never looking to this vision, this future, this ideal. But what was a massive, massive shift for me was four years ago when I made the all-in commitment to become a non-drinker is I really just committed to changing my life in every single way. You know, I ended up moving to Asia. I ended up getting into another relationship, changing my health, starting a new business, just doing all the things that I wanted to do whilst I was drinking, but never did because I would always kind of sleep on ideas and put them off till tomorrow and never really be the person that I knew that God wanted me to be. I would always put it off and put it off and put it off. And when I made that decision to become a non-drinker, I really did like tons of goal setting and writing this, you know, this this Wikipedia page of what it would look like when I'm passed away and got excited for the future because when you don't drink alcohol, your dreams can come true. And what I want to do right now is I want to invite you to actually work directly with me because at the end of the day, you can do this on your own. There are thousands of people that watch this channel that do it on their own, but we can also do it together. I have a coaching program where I work with business owners and professionals and help them stop drinking alcohol. And if we do it together, your chance of success is way more likely. It's going to be way more fun. You're going to have a sense of community and a sense of accountability and most importantly, you'll have an actual system to follow to help you change your perception on alcohol and make the commitment. The success rate of this program is extremely high and I've got a reviews page and if you go to soberclear.com slash reviews, you can see all the reviews, all the people that have helped and there are multiple hundreds of people in this program now. So if you want more details on that, click the link in the description. You can book a call with me and we can actually see if working together could be a good match. You've got absolutely nothing to lose by booking a call. It's totally free. And on the call, I'll break down how we actually work with people and the exact steps that you'll go through to go from drinking to being a non-struggling non-drinker. That call will be one of the most valuable calls you've had. So again, click the link in the description if you want to book the call. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com dot com.